Hilchos Para Aduma Perik Gimel Halacha Aleph Ein Seifenas Para You burn the Para Aduma, which is the process of shechting it and burning it. El Lechutz Laharabayis. It must be done outside of the Harabayis, outside of the Temple Mount. Shemar it says in the pasuk Veheitzia Yisal Mechutz Machane. He has to take the Para Aduma outside of the camp. The camp in this context refers to the Machane Yisrael. Excuse me, the Machane. Uh, Machin Levia. The Harabais corresponds to the Machin Levia. So we're saying over here that it, it, has, it has been outside, outside the Harabais. Okay. The Kevas Eishim Harabais Hamishcha. The fact is, they, they, they made a ramp from the Harabais. Like a, a ramp in this, in this context is actually not, not, not slanted. It's a, it's a flat ramp, but it's a, it's a raised platform. It's called a ramp. They would make it from the Harabais to the Harabishcha. I'm not saying maybe maybe I, mean, I don't know if it was level or not, but Akaponim it was it was a it was a ramp of like a platform that went from a bridge, if you will, of some kind that went from the Temple Mount until the Haramishla Mount of Olives, called Haramishla, the Mount of, uh, of Anointing. The Tacht of now Haramishla is actually not only outside of the Harabayas, it's actually outside of the Sivir Shalayim Bechlal, the, the 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 traditional Halachic Sivir Shalayim. In any event, the Tacht of Bonei Kippin, the Tacht of Bonei Kippin Kippin, under it was built. Arches upon arches. So, uh, the, the, let's say here's a here's a picture of what it may have looked like. Um, I have a picture of the base of Mikdash that, that somebody in Eretz Yisrael did with arches upon yeah? arches. Yeah, like that, on the uh, far right. They said us to avoid tumult with the yeah. Quranim. Right. So that was the way it was built. Arches upon arches. Here you are, you have the reason for that was that the upper arch, they made two levels, this thing. They didn't make it just one. They made two. This way, you, it's built that the two legs of the ones that are on top are resting on two separate arches on the bottom. This way, you don't have any one single centimeter of consecutive earth slash brick going from the original earth up to where the person's walking. There's always somewhere a tefach or more of space interrupting that that line. So you can never take a pencil and draw a straight line from wherever anyone's walking down to the earth. There's always going to be a space, which means it's impossible to have Tumas oil. Right? If you build the only one level of arches, <laughs> theoretically, when you cross that space where the arch connects to the second arch, at that moment, there could be deep in the earth Tumas oil. But like this, there's no, there's no Tumas oil. <laughs> because the tumor of the, the depth maybe there's a, there's a cemetery deep down in fact Haramishra the Mount of Olives was used as a cemetery even in the base of Bayes region apparently so it was very important to make sure they did this it wasn't just a chash it was a real real issue and also the place on the Haramishra where they burnt the Paraduma shechted and burnt it and where the crane would toivel that was in the Mount of Olives. Again, under it was all hollow. The same, same consideration of tumor of the depth. The, the cow and the person burning it. Whoever helps out with it. They went from the Harabayas to the Haramishra on this ramp. You couldn't go on your own. Because you went on your own, maybe become tummy. You have to go this way and make sure the person is, 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 is tar. Okay. And I imagine not just the claim, but everybody involved also had to get sprayed in the paraduma uniquely the way we described the uh, peric base. But it, only, it says the claim who burnt it, but the claim if anybody else helping out, the had to be the same same stringency, same perfectionism. All right, base. 
What is the procedure for burying them? The elders, meaning the Chacham of the Yidin, would first go out on this special bridge to the Mount of Olives. The base for the Hayyashim, there was a mikvah over there. Right? It's not hard to make a kosher mikvah over there. They would dig one and they would have a fill up with rainwater. And those who would help them out in the burning process. And the cow, they also go out on this ramp. Now the cow, the chayda, <laughs> can go however you want because the cow can't become tummy. Living animals don't become tummy. The only living thing that becomes tummy is a human being. But, a, a yid. But, obviously, you know, they, they, you, know, you can't let the cow go by itself because it'll get lost. All right. We'll the higher mission they come to the Mount of Olives. Then, over there, we said, they would make a point specifically, at least at, the, at the, some point along the way during the Bayashani era. This wasn't this way in the Bayashani, apparently, but sometime during the Bayashani, they made a point of making sure the coin was tummy. The Chachamim would, the elders would, lean their hands on the Kayim, they tell him, Tevel Achas, Tevel once. Now, this smicha was just like a way of, like, sort of, like, you know, designating him, honoring him, if you will, so to speak, like, you know, uh, impressing upon him the importance. It's not the concept of smicha over here, you know. Vimhaya King Gadol, King Gadol, and they tell him, Ishi King Gadol, Tevel Achas, our master King Gadol, please Tevel once. Like a more, 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 more respectful way. He says in the earth over here in the Bayashane, the minute was that the Kayan Gadol Dafka did it, even though the Raman Paskins, it has to be done by, it could, it could be done by any Kayan, but I'm not sure where that comes from. He doesn't make a source. Anyways, Yara the Tavo, the Kayan would go, and now with Nikvan Tavel. After specifically, so um, actually, I, I, the, reason, the reason why they would put their hands on him, it was a respectful way of making him tummy. Right? They, 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 they would, because, because, right, we said before they would use a Sheretz, but here, because anybody who's not Tahar, even if you just ate a carbon, if you're not specifically Tahar for the purpose of Paraduma, we treat you as Tameh by putting their hands on his head. That makes him like Tameh for the Paraduma, so to speak, a Tful Yeh. Or, or Tameh, so to speak, and then when he Tavels, he's a Tful Yeh. That's what he says in the Oris, apparently. All right. Elsewhere, it says the Therish, they would, they, they would, they would actually um, make him Tameh with the Sheretz, but okay, fine, I'll upon him. So he would that he would go to the mikvah. All of this stuff, he would come up and he would dry himself off. They had already built beforehand, right? Somebody already made made the bonfire for him. They had the Jewish Boy Scouts over there. They knew exactly how to make a bonfire. They would make one. And they they had the fire arranged over there from from cedar wood, aluminium. Are there reading glasses somewhere in the show? Oh, I haven't have it. Oak wood, brashim, pine wood, and smooth fig wood. By fig, it says smooth because other words are naturally smooth. Mm-hmm. They would make, again, Jewish Boy Scouts, with that they would make a tower like a migdol. They would make like a, the arrangement of a woodpile like a migdol. That's why this picture is actually inaccurate because, I mean, it's pr- this picture is like a box. It sounds like they made it more like, you know, wide on the bottom and narrow on top, like a migdol, like a tower. They would have windows opened up. In other words, it was arranged in a way that there were large gaps in the wood from large pieces so the wind could easily get in to easily you know, fan the fire. Because they should tell you how the fire should be fanned by them. And the the front of this, uh, of this, of the Marocha, I'm not sure how you define the front. However, it's arranged, there's like a way to tell. See, again, look at this picture over here. Over here. It's, 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 to drop more narrow on top rather than the bottom. I don't, again, I don't know. It wasn't there, so I'm not sure how, how accurate this is. But him, the front maybe means the, 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 the open, open, largest window, the largest opening, wasn't was the western side. Okay, so again, here, this picture is actually very good. You see here in the archway, you have all the, all the arches, so there was no consecutive single inch 
of consecutive solid ground all the way up to the top, so there's no Tumas oil. Then you have here, this is the base Hamikdash on the east, on the west, sorry, here is the east, but if you're, if you're standing between the base Hamikdash and the wood pile, if you look at the base Hamikdash, you're facing east. Look at the wood pile, you're facing west. Okay. Um, good. They, they, they would tie the potter so it shouldn't squirm with a rope made of mogog, which attaches over here as love grass. I'm not sure exactly what that is, some kind of grass. Alright. Then they take this cow that's bound, put it on top of the wood pile. Its head was to the south. Its face was facing east. So the cow was looking at the base of Migdash. That was the last thing you would see. The coin is down on the eastern side. And it's face and facing west. So the coin and the cow are both facing west. So the coin is behind the cow, basically. The back of the cow's neck is close to the coin. The front of the cow's neck, its throat, is is far farther from the coin. Sheikh had been the coin with Sheikh with his right hand, so he had to lean over, right? Sheikh like that. Makabal Dhamma received the blood with his left hand, unlike a regular unlike a proper carbon in the Besmigdash, he didn't use a clay kibble, the coin used his hand. Although the Farsham say he could use a kibble if he wanted to, but they didn't. Usually, it wasn't necessary. Then the coin would take his left hand, he put the knife down, obviously, take the blood, dip his right hand into the left hand, seven times, and he would spray the, sprinkle the blood seven times, corresponding to the base So the coin who's standing behind the. The Paraduma. Yeah. So the coin who's standing over here behind the Paraduma. He can see, theoretically speaking, if he had good eyesight, right into the, into the, into the base of Migdash, right, right, right through the gates. So he's facing there, he would, he, would seven, he would dip his finger in the blood in his left hand, sprinkle with his right index finger once, and then do it, dip again and sprinkle, dip, sprinkle seven times. Towards the Kashyyyk I think it's, in fact, it says that the reason, it says in the Echotos of Echira, I think, that, yeah, that, that they Dafka designed, because, because remember, the Hara bias went up. So, so so so, uh, when you're lowered, when you're maybe that's why I call it a kevis rather than a bridge because it slightly went down. When you're standing over here in the Haramishcha, and you're looking at the Kodesh Hakadoshim, you could you could see straight into the into, into if everything's open. You could see you could see straight into the Kodesh Hakadoshim. So the, the 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 section on top of the Shar Mizrahi was made lower. Those few feet, which are directly over the doorway, were made lower. This way. The the uh, the gate the the, the the part on top of the shower shouldn't block the coin from being able to look into the building from Haramishcha. It says I think it's Okay, Akapanim. So you see, he look he look he would face the kodesh and he would sprinkle seven times. Shari Adam. After he did that, there's more blood left on his finger and on his left hand, obviously. Shabbat Etzba. Oh, so after he dipped, he dipped once and he sprinkled, he can't, even though there's blood on his finger, that doesn't count. Every time he dipped his finger in, he has to wipe his finger on the paraduma. Why dafka on the paraduma, I'm not sure. But that's what he did. So he dips his finger in his, dips his right index finger in his left hand, sprinkles, cleans it off on the paraduma, dips again, sprinkles. Paraduma is shah. Right, so he wipes it off on, on the body, on, on the, right. yeah. And that's who you do seven times. Gomelahazas, he finished, that's those seven sprinklings. He wipes both hands on the parah's body. And he goes down from this wood pile. The head Then he lights the fire with small kindling twigs, like you have, like, like the teacher doing the Boy Scouts, right? You have built a fire, you have larger logs on the outside, and as you get to the center, it's smaller and smaller twigs. So you light the middle, and it's mamish like twigs, they burn very easily, but like then they. 
the, 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 and he said he would light, light a fire on these small twigs, bring the small twigs under the wood of the wood pile, the Ishba, and the fire would start to consume it. The coin would stand a little, little uh, by a distance, uh, and he would kind of guard it. Until eventually the majority of the paraduma was consumed. Once the more than fifty percent of the potter was already caught fire, or at least, or or was burned, or no, sorry, was caught was on fire. Tiska bitna, he has to then tear open the stomach of the. Of the of the belly of the cow. The Achach afterwards, Neitle eats Erez, he takes a piece of cedar wood, the Ezev, and a piece of hyssop, a Pachif Tafach has to be at least Tafach long, the Temer Tzavot Las, and he has the piece of wood that's a piece of wool, excuse me, that's dyed. Tzavot is like a crimson, like a kind of deep red. Mishka Chemisha Shlom has to be weigh at least five Shlom. Sela is like, uh, he says over here, like 100 grams. So 500 grams weight of, of, of wool. A nice piece of wool. Everyone he says, everyone who's standing around over there, Eitz Erezeh, Eitz Erezeh, Eitz Erezeh, is this a piece of cedar wood? Ezevzeh, is this hyssop? Ezevzeh, Ezevzeh. Shnitelazeh, is this a piece of crimson, crimson wool? Shnitelazeh, Shnitelazeh. Shalosh Pama Kalach. Each one, three questions. Where do we have something similar? By the Oymer. He asks them, you know, all the similar, similar questions, you know? Is this a sickle, he says, and is, is, this, uh, is, this, is this grain? Is it today... Uh, and again, so the Pashtun Pshat is because uh, we'll see why. They tell him, "Hein, hein, hein, yeah, yeah, yeah." Shalosh pamakolach levacha. So it's the answer: yes, nine times, basically. But kol kachlama, why exactly do they do that? Everyone knows what's going on. If you the fish of mina arozim shiva hein, there's seven types of cedar. Mina ezav arba, there's four types of hyssop. The tavua edem, and when it comes to red dye, yeh should save an ezav pua. Some people use a dye which is a different kind of red. Um, he calls it matter over here, M A D D E R, which is a different kind of. Uh, it's not from Telas. Some people use laka. He says it's called L A C C A, lace sap. It's a kind of purplish dye. Some people use Telas, which is what we're talking about over here. But Telas Yeshagaganim Hadumim. What is Telas? It's this uh, red berries. They're very red. It's similar to carob seeds. The Hainkamayhaoyig and they're similar to Sumach, A S U M A C H. I've already heard Sumaches. Well, like last time I think he told me what he said, some kind of uh, some kind of like 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 a grain like like a herb. Okay, uh, it's like Sumach berries or Sumac, however you pronounce it, S U M A C H. Sorry. The translator is not uh, <laughs> corresponding. What's sumach? S U M A C H. Sumach, sumach is a spice and has a lemony. Oh. Uh, lemony uh, okay, so that's oh, so that's oh, so. Oh, so. The like, garina oh, similar to carob seeds. It's like sumach, sumach or sumac. Sumac. Sumac oh, berries. Yeah. It's salt. Uh, you buy it in the supermarket. And every berry has this thing. Looks like a bug inside of it. Not mamash a bug. It means it looks like a bug, like a tiny bug. Okay, therefore, we emphasize that these are the ones the Torah says, not the other ones. Um, when the Torah describes cedar, excuse me, hyssop, that's the, that's the hyssop that, that uh, Balabatim eat, and they, they, they eat their food with it. So this hyssop, and the cedar and the red wool, you have to have all three. You can't just do one of the two. One, if you, have, you don't have all three, it's not worth anything. Here, he brings over here, this is a picture. It's a black and white picture of what these things are. This is Telah Shani. 
These are those gargum, in, in, these are seeds over there. He's talking about this is the Ezev. Good. If it helps you, because they hate it. That's what it is. It's, 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 yeah, it, but it's not. It's, it's a black and white picture, so it's not mamish. Uh, but it's the same concept, plus shoni that we use by the Mishkan. Plus shoni doesn't have over here. He has the, yeah, the yeah, other kind yeah. of. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the same color. Exactly. No, why does he bring? Like? Why does he bring in the, the sumac floor? That he says that that's that's some that that's. Uh, he says that real, real toilas is like sumac berries. They're similar. That's oh, the color. That, yeah, the, he says, it's, 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 okay. it's a very deep red sumac. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, v'ezev amatayu, ezev sheikh. Okay, so, k'erech ha'ezev yemeedez, v'lashish shoshani. Now, you don't just throw all three together. Thank you. You wrap the, the hyssop and the cedar wood with this red, uh, red toilas. V'lashach shakol b'nei, you throw it all no, into red, the... It's wool with the color. Got that cut from Telashoni, which is like sumac. Okay, that, okay. Uh, he's defining for you how deep the red has So, Telas is the species of used to dye, and Shoni is the color. Okay. No, Telashoni is a worm that's that, that, that's that, that when you squeeze no, it's them. It's a berry. Comes in this he says it looks like a worm, but it's really a berry. Telashoni is. Oh, oh they, okay, right. This is Machalikas. The Ramam holds the berry. The Ramam doesn't hold the worm. The Ramam says very clearly over here, it's a berry. Dafka to sumac. Yes. Ah, because he's eating. He says it's like. Look at his lashon. The Ace of Umbertain, who Ace of Shaykh and Ace of Talashani is certain worms that no, so, you squeeze them and the reddish and reddish so, fluid. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's mamish. What it's okay. Toilas means a worm. Right, I know, but I don't, I don't. Okay, I'll come on the Ramam. That's why it's brought down an Ari Kaplan's Chumash. Oh, that could be a different, different form. Yeah, according to the Ramam, that's not what it is, though. Fine. No, good, so the Ramam holds that Toilashani is not used. It's a berry. It's a berry. Telash is coming. He describes it over here. Whatever. Okay, we just close it. Okay. Shemar says. So again, so, he's holding that the dye comes from the berry. Right. Not not from the not not from the not from the toilas. Correct. Correct. There's no to, according to the Rambam, it's a berry, right? Telas is is a, it's like a red berry. It's similar to carob seeds. Similar to sumac. And in each it is berry, sumac. he says it's like kamoi. It's like sumac. And there's like a like inside is like a he has like a like a bug, but he doesn't not much a bug. Inside of every berry is like a little like a seed looks like a bug basically. So the the Rambam holds that insects are not being used for the dye. He doesn't describe any insects over here. He just he tells you what it is. Look no, look, 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 look at look at Lachabes. The, 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 the oh. toilas, toilas is, it means. Okay, let's finish Allah one second. Okay. So he throws into the berry of the animal and the cow. He cut open. It says the party throws it into the burning of the potter. Into that, uh, uh, what's the fancy English word he says over here for a burning uh, 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 conflagration? <laughs> but he does not throw it into the belly of the cow before it, uh, the fire takes hold of the majority of the cow. However, he can't do it either after the cow is completely consumed. If he does throw it before the cow is at least halfway caught on fire, or after it's all burnt, Remember it says, into the burning. Not before the, its majority is on fire, because if it's not, if only minority is on fire, it's not seifas yet. Nor afterwards burning, because it's not a part anymore. It has to be after the majority had caught fire, but before it completely got consumed. Whether you threw them one after the other or one at a time, one at a time or together, which is funny because the is supposed to tie the wool around the other two things. If you didn't do that, or if you didn't, it got undone, then it's kosher. Okay. And whether you threw it mamish into the actual cow's stomach or into the whole fire bachlau. In other words, even though, you, even though you cut the belly open, you don't have to throw it into the belly, the chinchilla. 
it's not you're supposed to, but you the, no, you don't. Yeah, right. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, but you don't have to. Whether the stomach you popped on by itself, and then you threw it in, or it didn't pop open. Sometimes it popped by itself in the heat of the fire. Here, if you cut it open, it's also kosher either way. Fine. Okay. <coughs> Just one quick question in the beginning of days. You know, there was yesterday's shit. That was the whole thing. I, I must have missed that because for some reason I, I, I thought I. I was learned yesterday with you. Yeah. Times okay. They definitely would take a sherets and make him tame and then make him go to the mikvah. Now he's what's called a tful yom. He's taller for my shasheni. But tummy for truma or anything which is more severe than truma, like kachim. But the shivas yom is is, is is not relevant anymore. That was done with the, that, 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 all that all that paranoia Prior. beforehand, right. and then to make sure that he was that he was, uh, th- and then in order to spite the tzedukim to show they're wrong, they would make sure he was the tful yom. So I must have missed that because I, I, before I was over time I said they make him tummy on purpose. And then I said v'sem chaskei shadeim al kohen v'imloi. Yeah, okay, so. So then, then he has to wait until he's a tful Somehow I miss this when I said that, yeah. No, so no, so uh, they, would, they would make a tful yin means that, you're, that after becoming Tomei, you went to the mikvah, now you're waiting for the sun to set. Yeah. You're quasi Tomei, quasi Tohar. Right. You can eat Maishar Shani, you can't eat Truma. Right. That, the Torah tells us, that that's Kashav Parduma. Now the Tudayikim said, no, that's not Kashav Parduma. Yeah. Okay, but to discredit them, they made so him that, that way. That means that he would have to do the Parah after the head of Shemesh. No, the after Herb Shemesh he's not fully eminent. After Herb Shemesh, even the Tzurkim say he's tar. He's tar. The uh, Chiddush is that he's dafkin, not Herb Shemesh, he's fully eminent. I'm not Herb Shemesh, that is after he did the Sure, absolutely, of course. Before he does the Tzurkim, he's tummy to a Sheretz. Uh, right. And, and he does it right after the Tzurkim? Yeah, right. Sometime between when they tell you. How come he, he doesn't get a, a, a gather of, of being tummy for so, so, so seven days? From a Sheretz? Uh, 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 Sheretz yeah. is just one day. Only from a mess of, of a oh, human. Oh, they yeah. did that type of a tumor. Yeah. Nigam mercy fasal hagimel. They'd finish the burning. Chayef nesu makloes. They would hit him with sticks. He v'chalat. Sorry, not 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 him. To the cow. <laughs> Sorry, they hit the cow. He v'chalat him rachashev. the cow and oh and all the wood that was part of the burning process, they would hit it in order to reduce the powder. And they would collect it into, rake it with, into rakes. Anything which is black that can be, that can be crushed and become ash. Whether it was from the original flesh of the cow or from the wood that was part of it, you crush it, and make it into ash. And if, if um, let's say there's no ash. Uh, um, it's a piece of wood, still wood, or a piece of flesh, still flesh, leave it. Any piece of wood that remains, a bone, excuse me, that remains without being burned. So bone from the part of the was crushed regardless. The bone is considered a part of the ash, apparently, interestingly enough. I'm not sure why that is, as a marker, but that was the din. So these, this is the ash from which they used to, to, to take a drop and put it on the Mayim Chayim whenever it was needed. People came to Tere Shalayim, Shalashagolim, anybody with Tumas Mas, right? This is what was used to sprinkle them. Dalit. How big of a quantity was the Ben So, I mean, I don't know how much it was. Mixed with water, no? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so how much do you need? No, so, I'm not, so exactly. So, the, is, I don't know about the shears. It's not a lot. You take a, take a drop of ash, you put it on the Mayim Chayim, and you have enough for who knows how much, yeah? 
Okay, I, I think it could be has to be visible. That's the has to be visible. I, I, we're talking about the future so, program. Uh, Rabbi, yesterday you said uh, there was some situation that the effort of the paraduma. What was for, for So we'll see. We'll see right now. You don't take from the the Efer Apora and put it in the Azara proper. Even though you might, seem to be a very, you might think it's a very secure place for it. You don't do that. Remember, it says, You're supposed to put it outside the camp. Now, Machne in Chumash can refer to the Mishkan. Or it can refer to the Machne Levi, which surrounds the Mishkan. Or it can refer to the Machne Yisho, which is a correspondence to the Azara. The Azara is the Mishkan. The Harabayas is the Machne Levi. And Yushalayim is the is the Machni Yisro. but what, what, we'll see what it means over here is that you put it uh, you, you put it outside the Azor basically. The the, the Rebbe said that it deals with this that it was placed. I forget the Hebrew term for it. Place. Let's finish Halacha. Let's finish Halacha. We're talking about now. Shoyish Halakim Hayuchal Es Kol Afara. They divided the ash into three parts. So every part of the that was burned, they took the ash and divided it into three equal parts. Echad Nasim Mechel was put in the chayel. The chayel. What is the chayel? The chayel that got the first was a vault. One second. The chayel is described as follows. Outside of the Azara, yeah. which is where, which is the basement of the basement of the Migdash, there was a, a place called the chayel, which was a, a ten, ten amas, I believe, long. It was a short gate that surrounded that area. Those ten amas was a place where, I mean, it was part of the Harabayas, but the Chacham Mergoyiz, that Argoyiz is not allowed to go past there. And it had marking posts. Even the archaeological, archaeologists found these marking posts that say, if you're not Jewish, you walk past here, make your head shorter. You're in big trouble, basically. It was, you know, and the, the, and, and the, Chash, the, the Greeks destroyed it. They broke, they broke it down in 13 places just to spite the Eden. We said they couldn't go there, and that's why we have, the, we have there's, 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 there's a special thing, I forgot exactly, that, that they made the Beis Migdash to, to remember the, the, the fact they took over the Beis Migdash from, from the Chashmeim, defeated the Greeks, and fixed those 13 uh, places they broke it down. Okay, so, so that area is called the Chayel. Now sometimes the, that, that little wall that's around there is called the Chayel as well. So that's what, one they put over there. Now I, I'd imagine it wasn't sitting there in the corner by itself. Imagine there was some kind of thing to keep it, no one should take it, no one should touch it, it should be, you know, secure. But it was in that area, that area, that small area just outside of the Azara, in, in the most, uh, the part of the higher Baharabayas, closest to the base of Migdash, that Ten Amma space, Ten Amma surrounding area, that's the Chayel. The one third was kept over there. That's outside the Machna. One was left in Haramishka, that mountain where they made it, they put it over there. I can imagine, like in a special place, not Stamazi sitting on the ground. How far was the Haramishka from the Basement English? How far is the, is the Temple Mount today from the Haramishka? I don't know Israel. Oh, me neither. You can, you can, you can. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Well, it's it's, 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 it's uh, half a mile. 100 yards. You travel with a horse, yeah. I'm saying, but but you shoot. But but in the airspace, it's it's a mile maybe. Yeah. yeah. So this yeah. ramp was a long ramp. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... And the third was divided evenly among all the twenty-four groups of Kahanim, so they should be able to use them when they needed to. Obviously, they they had to be tar, tar from Thomas Mess on a regular basis. And Yisrael could theoretically be, be tar from Thomas Mess his whole life. He has no well. If he lives outside to Israel, right, he has no reason to be tar, really. So, but a coin had to be regular on a regular basis. So, they each one had their own little supply. Zeshim is chak lecha the one that was given to all the groups of Kahanim, all the families, Haya Kahanim Mkachimene, was used for the Kahanim to, for themselves to be, uh, purify themselves from Tumas Mes. Because they use it to actually to sanctify themselves, meaning to retire themselves. Yeah, you're saying, why did they retire? Good question. Because the truth. Because, because the term of taking the ash and putting on the Mayim Chaim to make it now activated to use it for the Torah process is called Kiddush Mechatas. That's why. 
So the Kanchi, that's the Bizesh Did they pass it on to the other uh, No, everyone had their own supply. All 24, they, they, the third, the, the last third was divided 24 parts. Each Mishmer got a part. And when they retired, I'm saying. Oh, I, the family is, is Elamvad, yeah. The kids, grandkids, I'm sure, you know what I mean? Vizesh into Mahar Mishcha, the one that was put in the Har Mishcha, how you saw Mazumar, that was for all Yidin to use, which is why I'm assuming it was in, place, in a place that was guarded by Bezdin. So they can go El Regal. Right, when they're El Regal, exactly, that, that's the first stop you made usually. Vizesh, you know, everyone knew uh, it was signs all over your line, four o'clock, you know, come and we'll spritz you. You know, it was like it was, it was standing there, it the whole crowd. As long as you had one drop on your skin anywhere, that's enough, that's all you need. We'll see. Vizesh, you need the Bechel. The, the one that was put in the chayel haya muchel mitzuna was just for storage, just to preserve preservation. Emmet says of ha'isla das beis it should be the bnei yisrael as a guardianship. Lamish matzina menu. You learn that you're supposed to just from every paraduma you're supposed to preserve a little bit. Every paraduma that was ever done in history, a little part, one third of it, was left in the chayel. <laughs> but how many parts was in history? So, so, uh, so, uh, what you're so going to get to? But that's that's apparently how they preserved it for so many generations. They didn't, but they didn't use this. But uh, I, I, this, this is only used. The only time it was used. Remember that like, that coin who had to have, who had this whole process that we said. Right, the, the whole paranoia process. When they made sure he was taller from any possibility. The, 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 uh, had the kids who were raised. Oh yeah. Uh, like we yesterday, they, they, <laughs> they, they would spritz him. They were from. They would take him over here. That's what they used it from. Because this they knew for sure was always good. Because every kind was was in the previous. Uh, you weren't here yesterday. Or were you here yesterday? Yeah, yeah not oh. uh, the board on top of the whole. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. So every kind had again, again. So so, so we'll see. So v'teisha parents parts dumas nasum mishtavim mitzazu. Nine paradumas were made from when this mitzvah was given to Moshe Rabbeinu, which was when Aleph Nisan. Aleph Nisan, that's when they did the paraduma. Or that's when it was done. Was the mitzvah to communicate to Moshe Rabbeinu earlier? Maybe. Again, sometime between Matan Torah and Shavuos and Aleph Nisan, which is almost a year later, Hashem told Moshe the mitzvah of paraduma. But it's not told in the Hasin like all of the mitzvahs, and then they told him again. But that's one of the ten things. Uh, the yeah, the, I'm the first time they did it was in Aleph Nisan, but the mitzvah was told to Moshe Rabbeinu earlier. Correct. Because, Pash, yeah, okay. Yeah. So from when he was given the mitzvah. It actually says about Mishpatim that, uh, that he should give over the mitzvah, the Mishpatim, one of them is paraduma. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle of 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 Where it says learn with them. Learn to learn with them. Yeah. 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 From the year 2448 or 2449, the Afmantera, until the Churm Bayes which was like 900 until and something the years. End of no, the end of Churm uh, uh, which is like, which is like uh, 900 something years. Shnia also, as you made the second one, but he built the Bayes he had to start tithing to his mess, right? Again, so that coin who did the first one, had they, have, had they make sure it was Tahar? It was tar? I don't know. Yes, they suggested that they used the Gerd Sedek, but I don't know if that's true. Akapana, you could use something. I mean, so, that was your finish? No, it was, yeah, yeah, but I don't know if it's really true. Okay. So, okay. And seven more that Ezra, from Ezra until the Churm Bayes. He says in the Oris that says elsewhere in Mishnah's part of that, that Yeshim Ben Shatach and, um, sorry, Shimat Sadak, excuse me. And Yechon and Kain Gadol, they, 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 did, uh, they did the second one. 
Oh, they, did, they had to do two, actually, apparently. And uh, he brings Elio, Enai ben Hakaf, and Hanamel, and Yishmoel ben Pabi. They did also two. Um, oh, well, sorry, well, these three people each also did one. Did one. That, that's accounts for five. There were four more, though. It says, in, I think, Chassidus, that, that uh, because the, the world's in a more atomic lower space, so you're more prone to, for Thomas mess to happen, so that's why there was more need for the Paraduma doing the Bayashini versus the Bayashushin. So, yeah. Rishayin also Meshim the first generation, Meshim 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 also asked the second one, as we did in Shavah Me'ezra Ad Chorbayas, seven from Ezra to the Chorbayas. Bayashidis, the tenth one, Yasim Melech HaMashiach, Melech HaMashiach, Mehei Agal, may he be revealed, and like it says in, in the common gears of the Rambam, so the Rebbe has a famous sicha. We ask, how is this negayin on sefer halacha to say this tefillah? Yeah. And even if you want to say that in the final version, the Ram, the Ram took it out, like you have in your kapach shavyat. But how? What was Ram's havamina, and how is it understood by all the all the? This is the standard version of the Ram that all the poskim always had till all, gener- all generations. So the words to teach you that when you when you when Mashiach becomes, comes up in a, in a topic, even though it's not the topic you're learning, it comes derech agavdik, so to speak, you're supposed to. Offer a tefillah, he should come by here and that, That's the. Uh, As the Rebbe would finish every sefer. Right, right. So, um, so now again, the question is oh, Mashiach's going to come, right? Same, same question, right? How are we going to have the Paraduma process? Who's, who's, who's for sure Torah, right? So, so, okay, so this is the. We'll worry about it. I think we'll have to figure out. Okay.